Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Jamie here. And Jason. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I woke up at three in the morning and read this statement from about James Corden from the New York Times. And I I just could not believe it that he is saying that this whole incident at the Baltazar restaurant in New York where he chewed out waiters was just beneath him to talk about and that he is retracting his apology and that, um, you know, he looks over at a woman eating, you know, eating uh, eggs in the in a restaurant where he's being interviewed, and she and she apparently was complaining, and he said, "You see, it's a thing." Mm. What? I can't tell if this is brilliant or stupid. Oh come on, Jamie. He's breathing more life into it. But have you ever found out somebody was mad at you, and you just were so quick to apologize, and then you went home and you slept on it, and you were like, "I didn't know. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm not sorry." I get it. Yeah. Did he do something wrong? Uh, it's it's hard to say. I was not there, but he seems well, to no, think if that you, he didn't do anything that wasn't the norm. Well, right. But do you believe I mean, you got to remember the owner of this restaurant who has never done anything like this said, I'm a fan of James Corden, but he is a human cretin and that he <laughs> no, he did. He called him a cretin I know, I know. and said that he has just excoriated the wait staff yeah. over these minor things. I mean, do you think? I don't know because see, if it he was may really... be saying he may be saying, "Well, yeah, I did that, but it's not really a thing." The fact that he was so quick to accept the apology makes me think perhaps it wasn't as bad as we were led to believe. And then on top of it, he spoke out again, uh, Keith McNally, and said that he can eat, James Corden can eat for free forever or for a year if he apologizes to the waitstaff. So what is it? Do we hate James Corden at that restaurant or do we want like a special James Corden well, booth? Both. I mean, he wants to take advantage of James Corden's fame. What, I, what I'm most perplexed about is James Corden has spent the last 10, 12, 15 years cultivating this image of somebody everybody likes. Mm-hmm. So he has this incident. Something happened at the restaurant. You know, some people we may argue about how bad it was, but something happened where he wasn't a nice guy. And guys, gets- guys, do you are we really having this discussion? Mm. Do you think that this is the first celebrity who has gotten pissed off at a restaurant? It it happens, but they don't ever talk about it. But maybe for it was for justified. somebody, maybe it was justified. Maybe, maybe the waitstaff was being awful. Maybe it was a bad experience. Maybe it was justified. I've never yelled at a wait- waiter in my life. But did that you, you mean there have been times I've I know you were you, you were gone. Did you yeah. read the initial story of I didn't. Uh, I, I'm coming late to the party. Okay. Yeah. Well, you got to read the initial statement. This was not Oh god, why'd you bring the eggs? They're cold. It was I mean, Jamie. Yeah, he was, he was a punk. Yeah. He was No, but, beyond. But it was bad, but as as I don't believe we this. talked about it was nothing crazier than a, than a Saturday night at at a 
big fancy restaurant. Nothing it, it does, was wild. It does run so con- to me, you can't have this discussion without talking about the cultivated image that he has and how it defies it. And, and, and I just don't know why he's doubling down. I get it. Maybe he is because he feels wronged and yes. he just doesn't want to take it anymore. And I, look, I know I'm going to suffer some in the public's eye, but that's okay because I feel wronged. But why, James Corden? This this issue was over, right? Everybody accepted apologies. We were moving on. He could joke about it on his show. It was good content. And now he's sort of brought back to life. It is odd to breathe life back into it because I had moved on. All I thought about was salad dressing and Olivia Wilde the past four days. I forgot about James. Okay, we're not going to get into that. But (laughs) I got to say that the wait staff at this place has to be really pissed off now at the owner because the owner is not only saying... Yeah, apologize again, and then not only can he come back, but you can eat for free. Right. It's like, so you're giving this guy a bonus that nobody else gets if he apologizes, retracts the apology, and then somehow does it again and then gets free food. It's a slap if, in the face of the weights out. Oh, who, my. Who are abused by James So no none of this it. makes any no, sense. It's a yeah. big old mess. A uh, big old mess. Tom Brady. But when's the last time anybody talked about ball football? Can I tell you, have you been? I have. It's fabulous. It's fantastic. It's one of the best meals I've ever had. It's fabulous, yeah, it's and you you know the secret of Baltazar. You know one of the. You don't. No. Do you? Do I look like I know the secret of Baltazar? <laughs> uh, you're gonna be interested. Okay. So because I was living in New York at the time, I think it opened. Um, Just so it, everybody knows, three star Michelin restaurant in New York City, one of the great restaurants in American restaurants. And the ever. food is fantastic, yeah. but there's something else yeah. that drew celebrities to this restaurant. And I'm serious about this. I'm not lying. Okay. I am serious. Give it to me. Lighting. Mm. It has gold lighting in there. If you look, in fact, if you if, if you guys, everybody listening wants to go online, look at Baltazar and you'll actually see the lighting. It's this gold lighting that just makes everybody look really good. Huh. It's and 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 it it's it's true. It's a thing. Gotta get that for me. I'm serious. It's it's a thing, and it's one of the things that drew people to that restaurant um, over the years. It's it's actually I love it. It's really interesting. That's okay, food, Tom Brady. Ha ha ha! Go ahead, Jimmy. So Tom Brady um, earlier in the week had compared um, football to being deployed. He said it when you go away to training, it's a lot like deployment. And I thought personally that that was a very stupid thing to say. Um, you, Mr. Harvey Levin thought it was fine and that we need to stop being so sensitive and you were almost proud of Tom. Well, he came out and he apologized. Earlier this week, I made a statement about playing football in the military and uh, it was a very poor choice of words. And I just want to express that to um, any sentiments out there that uh, people may have taken it in a certain way. So I apologize. What did you mean by that comment? Just the fact that football players, you know, they have to make a lot of sacrifices in the season? I, to be honest, I don't really want to expand on it too much because okay. I don't feel I like. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. I just I have a tremendous amount of gratitude for everyone who served, and uh, you know, in the end, we play a game, and the military is defending our country is two very different things, and I shouldn't have made the comparison. Vindication. It was a dumb thing to say. Just because you have an agreement with Tom Brady doesn't mean you're vindicated. A he little bit. With I, I don't know. So look, I mean, I I was in. The military. I, but I, I didn't go to war. I was in the Air National Guard Reserves, okay? But it's still the military, sure. right? So, you know, I, I and, and I'm not even thinking of this as, um, well, gee, um, 
you know, I have a, I somehow have um, more right to say it than you because I don't. The reason I mention the Air National Guard is there was kind of a hierarchy in the military, and a lot of people looked at the reserves and said, ah, the reserves, you know, within the military, and others didn't. So I understand that kind of pecking order that when you're in the reserves, you can't act like you're a full military person where you go to war and all that stuff. So I'm kind of sensitive to that, Mm -hmm. having been through it. And so, you know, I, I was thinking about it. It's like... I mean, how sensitive are we? He's not saying it's like war. I think that's a little different. But deployment just that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be fighting in the front lines. It means you got to keep a focus. You, you yeah. that you're all in. It's almost a metaphor. I, I'm with Harvey on this. It's a metaphor for something. He goes in. Everybody, you go into battle with your brothers. We know it's not battle. We know he, Tom Brady's. Yeah, we know. He earns fifty million dollars a year to go play a game. He knows that. Mm-hmm. I mean, do I kind of wish maybe he'd use a different metaphor? Why? Okay, but, but why? I don't, I don't care. Why, but, uh, yeah. but like, why do you wish even? Yeah, you know what? I don't wish. I don't care. It's fine. He can use the metaphor. It doesn't bother me. It, it, it's it's it, in sports, especially in, in sometimes in life. And, in, in, you know, when you get ready for a big conference, you're going to do a pitch to your. Have your you ever said, have you ever yes. said, this is war? Say, yes. Yes, of course. I mean, people say that. It's actually a phrase. This is war. Well, it's not really war. You can't say that. I mean, are you allowed to say this is war now? No. I I guess what I'm more upset than my beef with you personally is, is that you were- Which one? I got many. (laughs) Let me pull out my receipts. So this one, I'm upset because you were saying, you know what? He's speaking how he wants to speak. Everyone needs to stop being so sensitive. Everyone needs to stop making it about them. That's fair. But then you can't talk out of the other side of your mouth and get mad at Meghan Markle when she was explaining her experience and then all of the briefcase girls were coming no. forward. The no. difference. No, why? no, no. Yeah. I'll, I'll, no, I'll tell you why. The distinction. I, and, and I don't want to make it sound like I'm just against Meghan Markle because I think so much of what she says is valid mm-hmm. and really serious. This one, what it does, what, what Meghan said was not a metaphor. What Meghan was saying was that um, that it's almost beneath the other women who are so smart in the show. And there are. I mean, Stacey Gardner, who I happen to know, is this incredible lawyer and just a great person. Claudia Jordan is accomplished. Megan shared her experience, and Claudia Jordan Which chose is fine. to make it about her. No, no, no. Megan is it, When Megan says about her own experience, is fine. But the way she said it was, we were forced. Nobody forced her to do this. This was season two of Deal or No Deal. So she knew what the show was. Nobody forced her to take that job. That's what I'm saying. Is that, and that's, uh, we, I don't want to get on Megan, Sorry. but that was the difference yeah. between that and Tom Brady. Can we okay. talk about the truly offensive thing that Tom Brady has done, which what? is his quarterback play? He's one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL right what now. What happened? It's very sad. He got old very quickly. And it's very did he sad. get older? Did he get distracted? Uh, I think he got old very quickly. He's, his arm strength isn't there, but yeah, who knows? I mean, he may be distracted by his pending divorce. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. 
And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Okay. Um, Kanye. Balenciaga has now dropped him. Good. What's going on with Adidas? <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. What's going on with Adidas? Well, he dropped Adidas, right? No, right. he's not. It's not done. He was. He's got grievances against Adidas, right. but the but the partnership's not over. They have been radio silent. They may have more of a contraction. I, I have to give Adidas sort sort of hold withhold judgment because they may have a contract they can't quite get out of here. Maybe Balenciaga does, but. It is, this is a big step. This is a major fashion house that has dropped one of the biggest stars in the world because of his uh, his comments and his conduct. And I think this is the first of many. I think we've now reached, finally, finally, five years after slavery is a choice, we finally reached the tipping point where people and companies and individuals and listeners are walk, going to walk away from Kanye West this and leave him to rant on a mountaintop. Wonderful. And the the statement is so crazy to me. They didn't even mention him by name. They said Balenciaga has no longer any relationship nor any plans for future projects related to this artist. Yeah. I just think that is so big. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's right. Um, I, I, where I is Adidas? Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm just, I don't know. Adidas, in a way, Adidas really needs Kanye because he has propelled that company in such a way with Yeezys and all. And they don't really have the bench that Nike has. True. Right. Not nearly as big as Nike. And Kanye seems to be the biggest thing Adidas has got. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if they're kind of thinking, is this thing going to blow over? People love Yeezys. Will they still distinguish between Yeezys and what he says? Is Is that what's going on now? Is Adidas' history irrelevant? I was this. wondering that. They Adidas was and not even casting any blame, just making the point Facts. that they were a full-fledged uh, a supporter of the Nazi regime back in the 1930s and 40s. And it's interesting that now that he's Connie's come out with his anti-Semitic remarks, which I think we all agree has upped the ante uh, on on things he said before. Um I'm not sure why they should have, but they did. They've got and now the sort of again the tipping point is it weird for Adidas to be at the center of decisions based on anti-Semitic remarks? I, I'm just throwing it out there. Well, I, I think not only is it relevant, I guess the question is, do they have more of a responsibility because Maybe of their do. past to, to come out and speak out against this? Because silence may equal, you know, kumbaya. Yeah, that's right. Well, this Balenciaga move is huge, and I think now it's a bigger opportunity of your move, your yeah. move, Adidas. Yeah, I mean, I'm wondering why Adidas – look, it, because of their history, does silence equal acceptance? But, and, and I'm not saying they're no, Nazis. But be- but no, they, no, we're they, not saying that at all. But they right. do have a social responsibility given the past. But yes. given Kanye's history, that these rants happen and then he comes back into his cave and then the rants happen and he's not going back into the cave. He is out and that's – Yeah, you'd like to see Adidas come out and said we cannot countenance any – 
anybody who speaks in the way that he does, we unfortunately have to cut ties with Mr. West. And, and you know, contracts be damned. They, they, they need to do it. And at some point, the stink of Kanye is going to start rubbing off on the companies does business with. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Astroworld. So two of the families have settled uh, their lawsuits. This is really interesting to me because, look, this is a complicated case. And a lot of people think, okay, it's a settlement. What does that mean? Well, what it means is somebody paid money to this to these families. Right. And then the question is, who paid money, how much, and what does it mean for the many, many, many other lawsuits and families that have filed in this case? Because there are billions of dollars on the line. And, you know, you've got Live Nation, you've got Travis Scott, you've got the venue, you've got insurance. There are all sorts of issues here. Um, I just find it really interesting that this wasn't, you know, this was not a global settlement. Yeah. So what does it do to the other families who are saying, aha, they settled? Yeah. So so from what we've learned, uh, the, the party that paid the settlements was Live Nation and not Travis Scott. Um, and presumably, now, but the cases have been, dis- are being dismissed, correct, including against Travis Scott. So it seems that Live Nation has picked up the full tab of the settlement for these families. Now, I wonder in the background if there's a financial arrangement between Travis Scott and Live Nation to somehow, you know, reimburse, I don't know what the right word is, but reimburse Live Nation for part of those funds. And whether or not that comes out of the back end that Travis Scott typically gets, Mm -hmm. but they wanted to keep Travis clean and not have him settle. I don't know why, if you're Travis, he has never come out and acknowledged any sort of guilt or liability. Well, he uh, said he didn't hear anything. He didn't, he didn't see it. it. Right, exactly. So how did, to your point, how does that play going forward? Do these other people say, look, we know Live Nation's, but we want Travis to issue a full-throated apology to us before we're going to settle. You typically want that kind of thing when you have a major superstar who, but maybe ultimately it's just about the money, and if Live Nation's willing to pony up, pony up enough millions, but, 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 but it's not just millions now. It could be a billion oh, or yeah. more. And then the question is, who shoulders that and how does that work? I, I mean, can't imagine the insurance policy, the, whatever they something. have. They're going to pay something. But, but they're going to pay something. But yeah. I mean, at a point that runs out. Yes. And Very low point, by the way. A couple, a few million dollars. Yeah. I, and, and so what then happens with all these other lawsuits? I mean, I, it just seems it's all hanging right now. Yeah, you got to think they're all going to settle, right? Obviously, they have a, you have a willing, uh, willing defendants willing to pay some serious cash in order to get out from one of these things. You got the plaintiffs who, although angry, ultimately it's about money, it's about getting paid, and you have some deep pockets willing to pay it. I, I just can't believe that Travis Scott's going to get away without paying a penny of this. I just yeah. can't believe that's the case. Uh, okay, Kathy Hilton, um, help, help me out here. All right, I feel like I'm about to speak a foreign language. <laughs> so Hold on, I need to get the Berlitz thing. Okay. There we go. Okay. Oh, there's it's a out. reference nobody gets but you and me. Okay. <laughs> All right, Kathy Hilton is out in Beverly Hills. You'll love this. She's hanging out with Faye Resnick. Oh, my God. Yes. There you go. Now I'm in. Okay. So <laughs> For all of you who don't know, Faye Resnick was a big part of the O.J. Simpson murder trial uh, because the O.J. Simpson defense team uh, suggested that Faye Resnick and Nicole were doing drugs and that this was um, a, what they called a Colombian necktie, right. which is what they said that a cartel did to Nicole because of money that was owed over drugs that Faye Resnick somehow was involved in, which they all denied and the jury rejected. Right. Well, I take it back. 
The jury didn't reject it because all the jury said is not guilty to O.J. Simpson. So anyway, that was wow. Put out I didn't there. know that. There that, you go. That's good. Touche. All right. Okay. Love it. Go on. So they are uh, in Beverly Hills, and Kathy Hilton is saying that if Lisa Rinna and Erica Jane are back next season on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she's out. Ooh. She is doubling down. So this this <laughs> town ain't big enough for both right, of us. Right, right. It's not. So what happened on the show is Kathy had basically a breakdown. Unfortunately, the cameras were not around when it happened, so it's all become a he I, said, I love, she said. I love unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got one. Shockingly is the answer. One yes. job, Bravo film. Um, so we, the audience never saw what happened. Apparently, this fight was horrendous. There are rumors that there were um, homophobic slurs thrown around, that she was threatening families and lawsuits. And so it's kind of been the storyline of the show. And Lisa Rinna and Erica Jane have been relentless. Obviously, Erica Jane has jumped on it because anything to take the attention off of her and her ongoing legal situations. Right. Um, but she is, Kathy's had enough. And she's saying, I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not going to be bullied. And it's them or me. So, okay, so we got some uh, video. Uh, our photo got uh, Kathy out with Faye Resnick. And here's what they said. And I had people from the show telling me, that this was a setup the whole time uh, by these two girls. And you know what, if people are really worried about me, why wouldn't they call Kyle, my husband, production? When Lisa said that I had a break, I had said that I will, I would only be willing to come back if the cast, if it, I would, if it was completely the same, absolutely not. Because I feel there are two bullies that intimidate a lot of the other girls, a couple speak up, but most of them, they're not being the mo their authentic self uh, when they're when they're pushed up to the wall and they're afraid of what those two bullies because they're capable of anything. And by those two bullies, you're referring to Erica and Lisa. Erica and Lisa. The problem is, at the end of the day, it's not funny. It's serious, oh Harvey. God, I'm sorry. Funny. I apologize. But at the end of the day, it's a TV show. And You're no kidding. No, but my problem with <laughs> Kathy is she's clearly not cut out for this because you can't be throwing around lawsuits. And in Bravo's history, when people get litigious, they get cut. Okay, yeah. okay. My question. Yes. You're saying that Kathy's serious about this. Oh, she's dead serious. Is she serious or is this good for the show? Yeah. Uh, she, I, I think she's serious and let, I don't think she's cut out for reality television. You, Jamie, next season, how many of the three of Lisa Renna, right. Erica Jane, right. and Kathy Hilton will be on the show? I think Kathy's gone. Okay. So I think they're all back. All three are back. <laughs> I think they're all back. This is what makes the show. I, I, I just don't understand. If Kathy really wanted out, she is fabulously wealthy. She has a million things going on in her life. She is not somebody who sits around big. She doesn't. She never needed she the show. She wants needed to the show. be famous. Why? Which is exactly why she's not going to walk away. And you know what she doesn't want? She doesn't want to be on a flop. And a flop is when there's no conflict on these shows. And this is the opposite of no conflict. This is high conflict and cliffhanger stuff. Yes. And everybody is now talking yeah. about it. And all of these shows are jockeying for that kind of publicity. They got it. And, and also, if she walks away, the other two win. They yeah. get the last laugh. Yes. They can talk about her all next season and talk yes. about how ridiculous she was. So she wants to be on the show, but she wants to control the narrative. And that's right. not how Bravo works. Right. So you think Kathy's gone? I think that Bravo is not going to give in to her, and so I think she'd rather leave than look like the crazy old lady who says homophobic slurs. Yes. I think she's back. I, I think, think they're back. I think all three of them are back, and it's back. 
Have a good weekend, everybody. 